Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Shotgun Start. Today is Friday, January 31st. Shane, how you doing? Andy, I'm doing great. It's uh it's you guys do these podcasts late all the time, don't you? Yes, yes, we're late. I don't under, <laughs> late I don't understand how you do it. It's difficult, you know, but Thursday night if you want Friday morning fresh content you gotta do it late i know i know i'm just impressed i i can't believe you guys can do it do it this late in the evening 8 38 my goodness gracious i mean i had to make turkey burgers and had to put my grill hat you know i have a hat when i grill that i i wear really? only for when i grill yeah it's my grilling hat what's what's it look like uh, it's like um is it a chef's like hat a, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a flan like a red and black flannel hat that has the flaps to go down on the side. <laughs> it's like a lumberjack hat. Yeah. I mean, you're I lucky. You're lucky it's not Hawaii. You're lucky that Brenda didn't get sick of the Hawaii sway. <laughs> Those are at like midnight. Oh. What is wrong with the big guy? Is he okay? Do you want to let Do you want to let the people know? I don't know. He told me he texted me in the middle of the day, like I I don't think I can do the pod. I texted him back. I'm like, you want me to find a sub? And then like six hours later, he texted me. He's like, I I haven't been able to get vertical all day. I think I got the oh, flu. Man. I mean, he's had a cough for like six months. <laughs> so I was, he's got four I kids. <laughs> I was joking online. On the old, on Twitter earlier, or I guess this would be to last night. I was joking that I actually do have a cough, and so if I do at some point just randomly start coughing, I'm not actually impersonating Brendan. That's truly what's going on, and it's the first time I've had a cough in like seven years. So, but I also just have a new kid, so maybe it's this kid thing. Maybe you just, I, if you're a dad, you have a cough. I think that's what happens. You know, he's got you know, four. I was, I was. I haven't been sick about, in like five years. I got no kids. Yeah. I was talking to my wife about when you have a kid. You're, you know how you know how when you charge your, you used to charge your cell phone battery, and they'd say don't you know don't charge it right when you get it, let it die all the way, and then charge it because the the theory was if you started charging it fully at fifty percent, the battery believed it was half the battery power, or whatever, mm -hmm. and. uh and I feel like now as a parent with a kid that like coughs in your face, I can never get back to a hundred percent of like always healthy ever again the rest of my life until they go away for college. You're the, you're the battery that's just been killed. 
Yeah, I'm, eight, I'm my max is 85%. That's as good as I'm going to fill, 85. Like, that's A plus for me now. Oh, man, that's depressing. But, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I just feel like, I feel like over the last four or five months, I've had this, like, randomly will have a cough, and then, like, your throat will hurt one week, and you're like, this doesn't have grabbing everything and then around other kids as well. So that's my that's my theory. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I get back to 100%. See, I work from home, and uh, I haven't been sick in forever. Like, not even, like, the, a smidgen of sickness. Well, you're not around you. If you're not around human beings, it's really hard to get sick. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, it's the best. I I really enjoy not being sick. I I, I don't want to get sick. It's no. a it's, it's a bad thing. You were out at the waste management today. You you I should would, I run down the leaderboard? Tell you what's going on. I would I would like you to please. All right, Wyndham Clark leads ten under. A troop. Followed by another troop, Billy Horschel at eight under. And then the pace car, JB Holmes at seven under, and uh Tommy Tables. Plenty of casinos around for Tommy. <laughs> He's at six with Harris English and uh Ben on. And Bud Collins. Do you know Do you know how JB Holmes started the tournament? Have you looked at did you look at how he started today? He started with like a double on the second hole. Uh, let me. I'm going to read it to you because you know I like a, a psycho scorecard. Uh, pars one, doubles two, birdies three, hole in one on four, bogeys five to be even through five. Oh my god! He made a one and a birdie. Make <laughs> a birdie and a hole one, and you're even. <laughs> but he he lit it up on the. I think he, I think he played like the last ten holes, something like. Seven under. He just played, you know, he loves this place. This is his spot. I thought you were going to say he played the last 10 holes in seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> when you were saying that, that's like where my brain naturally went. Do you, do you think if you asked J.B. Holmes what his favorite golf course was, do you think he would say TPC Scottsdale? Him and Hideki might both love this place more than anywhere else. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick has a head cover of Harbor Town, and I asked him one time, "Why do you have a Harbor? You know, this guy's obviously not from America. Where? Why do you have the Harbor Town head cover? He was my favorite course in the world. We got to get maybe get JB a DPC Scottsdale head cover. And he plays well here. He plays well at Torrey, though, too. It's something about this West Coast swing. He won it at and, Riviera and Riv and Riv. Does he play that? He's got to love the pebble if he plays it. It's, you know, he doesn't have to hurry up. How how was the vibe out there today? Oh, I mean, it was. I would say it was quieter than I remember Thursdays being. But I was I was in I was following Homa, and we were through sixteen early. He was an early tee time and started on ten. So when we got to sixteen and went through it, it was like quiet. You know, it wasn't. They weren't going crazy yet, uh, but. I could hear it over on about five. You could hear 16, you know, the cheers, the booze basically starting about noon. So, you know, it's just, it's one of those things, dude, you've made this point a few times to me, like the waste management Phoenix open is, should be praised for everything it does. And it's this unbelievably unique event. And I'm walking around it every year and there's more stuff different than the year before. You know, it's, it's just, it's always evolving. And I, and I feel like I kind of appreciate that because it surprised you even if you go every year. 
It, it, are they just continuing to add grandstands? They're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. But the thing is, they they put in a new complex and it sells out in a day. You know, I mean, they they can't build enough stuff. You know, it's it's just that popular. I mean, they had like seven hundred and thirty thousand people there last year, the year before. You know, I mean, this is that's what's so nuts about it is you like you just see all these people. It's like. There's no other golf tournament where there's a 50,000 people a day that could care less about golf. Well, that that's the thing too is when I when I was out there a couple of weeks ago, like every Uber driver, they'd be like, "What are you?" I'm like, "Cuz they saw my golf bag." And they're like, and I was like, "Oh, I write and talk about golf." And they're like, "Oh, you know the waste management." Like if if that was Chicago and you came to Chicago, they wouldn't say anything. No. Like if you went to if you went to Memphis, they wouldn't be like, oh, you know, we got the WGC. Nobody would say that. <laughs> like every Uber driver was like, just kept talking about the waste management. I was like, yeah, I, I, I'm aware of the waste management, you know. But I mean, but you were now you wish you were here. I, I, I mean, I don't know if it could top Orlando's convention center scene. <laughs> it's about as much walking. You know what? The I don't know how many people that listen to this have been to Orlando Convention Center. I actually got to go to the closer convention center this week. You know, the That's one exactly. that you usually have to walk through to get to the yeah. main one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was in the one that you walked through. It was great. <laughs> Relieved this, all the issues. This this was this week? So you Have you been to Orlando twice in two weeks? Twice in two weeks, yeah. Yeah, I've I've you, been wearing you, out iDrive, international drives. You were in you were in Orlando for the show, for the PGA show. You went home and then you went back to Orlando again for another show. Yeah, golf industry show. Yeah. I had to hang with my supers. Did, did you stay in the same hotel room? Like, no, different different that... hotels. Different hotels. Uh, same management same management group, different hotels. <laughs> I, I would have just maybe seen if you could have just, you know, let's just leave the stuff, leave some stuff in, in the closet and see if anybody moves it. You know, you'll be back in three days. I, that it would have been a bad idea. I mean, could you imagine, though, being in, uh, staying in Orlando for 10 straight days? <laughs> what's the what's the golf course equivalent to Orlando in your mind? Oh, you're trying to get me in trouble with the Orlandoans. I mean... <laughs> I think there's some really cool pockets of Orlando. So I need your thoughts on a golf course. What's a golf course that just trying to get has, me in li- trouble has little cool pockets? <laughs> you know all these courses. There's I, probably I six floating around in your brain right now. I, I, you're just trying to get me in trouble here. I, I think, um, you know, it's like, oh, man. It's like a golf course that's got that was really that's got some really cool stuff going on, but then maybe somebody came in and and did a really bad renovation, and there's still some cool <laughs> stuff going on, but there's a bunch of stuff on top of it that I can't. I mean, it's just. But then there's all these kids. Like I was on a plane full of kids coming down, you know. It's like the family boarding so- was like three hours. There's so there's so many children in that airport. It's the most children in any concentrated place that you'll ever see outside of like a high school or something. Um, do you know that 
Jordan Spieth and Ricky shot plus three today. Uh, yeah, I saw 74. that. Now, Ricky made a whole bunch of birdies. I think he had like four or five birdies and made just a trillion <laughs> bogeys. I know Ricky won here last year, but it's kind of been like a house of horrors for him. Oh, my goodness. Have you looked through how he's played? Yeah, to, to your point since that win. I mean, he won last year, but like the the thing with like Ricky, every year he he like has had so much heartbreak at this tournament, you know? Right, right, yeah. He had the it, when he was twenty one, he lost in the playoff or to Mayhan. You know, Mayhan cracked his driver that day. His wife like brought or his, his, it was then his girlfriend like brought a driver out to him. He couldn't do that anymore. I, you know what's I've always thought was kind of strange and i understand that that they have to get tournament to tournament but you know you get all those tour trucks that are at these tournaments monday through wednesday so it's and they're obviously that's when everybody's tinkering so you're getting stuff regripped reshafted you're tinkering but then when the actual tournament starts all those trucks are going to the next event and if something breaks it's like you've got to go find basically you'll find a golf shop or you've got to go find a you know, somewhere that'll basically replace the face of it, or they get it shipped out quickly. I, I've always, I've always wondered if there's one place where like we're gonna stay the entire time to fix your equipment. If that would like entice players, you know, that sounds like a startup enterprise we could get in on the ground floor of. Our truck pulls in on Wednesday night. Yeah, and 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 we're the, we're the, we're the we're the wee guys. We're we're there. We're we're there for you when you really need us. <laughs> And we charge no, we, a, we charge a premium. We we don't get business for like four straight months. We we get percentage. We say, hey, you want this driver fixed? You got to give us twenty percent of your earnings. When Tiger snapped his iron at Augusta, you'd have been right out there. We get we'll get it right at, right after, sir. It, that what did you, did you see the did you see that that notice the the um. You know the optional driver testing, voluntary. Oh. You see that? No, where was it? They had a sign up. Rex Hoggard tweeted about it. It was a. Uh, they had an optional driver testing to this week at the stop. How many players participate? I don't know. <laughs> what What do you think the equivalent of an optional driver test is? And if you, if your <laughs> driver failed, you had to take it out. Maybe maybe like an optional DUI checkpoint. I think it would be like an optional dr- actual driving test. Like <laughs> I was thinking about it because this year my license is up for renewal. And I was like, God, I hope they don't make me take the driver's test again. Which part of it makes you nervous? I don't know. Those, there's a lot of questions on there that are kind well, of no, hard. No, 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 no. Not, not the written part. Is there anything... no i'm talking about the written part oh yeah i I don't want to take that either i'd probably fail yeah i thought you were nervous about having to drive a vehicle no no. driving a vehicle is fine but (laughs) but actually knowing all the rules i don't think i know them i know maybe we should make maybe we should get the get the test and you and i could test do a test and higher lower score as to donate some to charity we could do that. I mean, sounds like a I, fun idea. Do you think they have different tests across states? I mean, I'll, I'll just take yours. It's fine. <laughs> You're pretty confident. 
Yeah, do you, do you guys have any weird Illinois rules? What's What can you do on a red light if you're going to turn right? Can you turn right on red? Sometimes. <laughs> Unless pedestrians are present. This is you, hell. Do people in Arizona, you, you know what drives me insane? It's the people that don't go out when they're turning left, when they stop at the line. Texas, they stop at the line. When they're turning left? You know, the, the light's green, traffic's coming, the person's turning left, right? But you're right, waiting right. for the traffic. The people that stop at the line drive me insane. Oh, oh they don't roll out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're they never ready out. to go. They're never ready to go. Yeah, you, I mean, you've got to always be, you've got to always be like an inch away from like an accident when you're making that turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've got to be way out there. Get a yeah. full view of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. They got, you got to get out. I don't know. I, that's, that's something that I feel like on the West Coast that happens. Southwest. What, no. go, what golf stuff do you want to talk about? <laughs> I know. This is a terrible podcast so far. Um. The uh, how about Spieth? What, what's, what, do you, what do you think about this? <laughs> I like you just presented it. How about Spieth? We just were talking about him. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the one of the craziest sports stories going right now in terms of a player's lost ability. Like, why are we not talking about this more? I mean, he struggles every single week like it, it went it's one of those things where like you've got the friend that's partying a lot and they're fun to hang out with and then at one point you're like your friends start talking about it and then you stop talking about it I feel like we're like in the friends starting to talk about it, like what's going on with this guy because he was the best golfer on the planet for like two and a half three years yes I I mean like think about what he won at Chambers it was I mean he 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 was un- he he almost won every major in one season. Like he he had a legitimate chance, legitimate chance. He missed a putt at seven and seventeen in St Andrews. He ran into a unbelievably red hot Jason Day, who like broke scoring records at the PGA away from winning the Grand Slam. Yeah, like the, like like in one in a season, and and now the guy is he like can't put together four rounds of tournament golf. It's it's a bummer. I mean, it really is a big bummer. Jordan Spieth is great for what we're doing. That's the thing about Spieth, too, is his, like, marketing appeal and his, like, the general fan interest with Spieth. Like, of all the players outside of Tiger, I think that Spieth had the biggest fan interest from, like, just, like, a broad scale. Yeah, Spieth, Spieth and Ricky, and, and Spieth obviously had more accolades in terms of big events won. But, I mean... You're talking about if you were going to draw up, you know, the the dream scenario for a young player. If you were an ad agency, you know, looking to recruit a guy to be the face of your company, you know, Jordan Spieth is is that guy. I mean, he was young, he was articulate, he was smart, he did all the things right, and he was winning these big events when you're not supposed to win them. So it's it's just strange that we saw him come in so hot and do all the things he did. And now it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's been a long time, Andy. I mean, was it 2018 open is his last win? It's, you just reminded me of that, uh, 
the wedding crashers. We're not, we're not that young anymore. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time. It's so, it's really when you. By the way, do you, I, I was I was I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago about speed, and and I was looking through his OWGR. You know, he's fifty first in the world now. He finished tied for third at the PGA Championship last yes. year. Yes. I mean, I he made I every putt. He all. made every putt he looked at that week too. That's the thing. That's the depressing thing. Was he had like a historically great putting week, and he finished third, and he wasn't even in it. Right. It was a. It was when Kepka started to fall apart, and Dustin was making a little bit of a charge, and they were getting closer and closer. But yeah, it was like still a big gap. Yeah, I think he was eight shots out of out of first. Yeah. But that this is the other thing. So. If you just look at his finishes, like 2013, he had a win in three seconds. 2014, two wins, two seconds. 2015, five wins, five seconds. 2016, three wins, two seconds. 2017, three wins, three seconds. He hasn't even finished runner-up since then. Yeah. He's, He's... He's been, you know, his weekend scoring last year was was abysmal. I mean, he would get himself going on Thursday or Friday. We saw him put up some good scores in in those types of environments. And then it was like Saturday and Sunday came around and he would shoot a million. And and it just, you know, they they say, you know, if you can miss it one way, you know, you have a chance to be good, right? I mean, that's what all the pros try to do. They want their miss the same way. You know, Spieth has the double miss going off the tee. He's not hitting his irons as good as he was, and he was an unbelievable iron player when he was like really, yes. really hitting it. And it's like if he, he's the guy that if he has, if he doesn't have an exceptional putting week, it's it's really, 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 really tough for him to finish in the top twenty-five or thirty. And and that's the thing that gets lost is like people are like, oh, he's never that great. He was a great ball striker. He unbelievable. Finished, he finished like I want to say twenty-second in strokes gained off the tee and fifth and approach one year like extraordinary year but it was it was one of those narratives that obviously you know narratives that aren't 100% factual or or fairly annoying but you know it was this narrative that he was a great putter and he had this unbelievable putting season but I mean you know you're, you're putting for birdies and eagles you know for a reason right and you know, you knock those in, that's awesome, but you got to get it there. You got to get it in the right position to set yourself up. I think, you know, talking about speed and you talk about his impact and how, you know, he had that kind of, I want to watch him play golf factor to him. Rory has that. Speed's got that. I'm wondering who kind of the next, I think JT, I think when JT's locked in, he's a lot of fun to watch because it just seems like he doesn't really miss a lot of golf shots. And he kind of takes on these crazy, crazy shots, like when he won the PGA and hit that seven iron from 220. But that putt Spieth made on 16 at St. Andrews, as he's kind of trying to mount this comeback that didn't even seem like it was even there. It didn't seem like there were enough holes left. It, I think it was one of the most excited moments I've had watching a golf event, if not maybe the most excited, because I, I mean, I was rooting so hard for this thing to continue. Yeah, that's he had so many great moments in the last like, you know, the last decade. And he was, you know, relevant for only half of it, you know? Yeah. It's the uh 
I mean, Burkdale was unbelievable after the whole van incident and the drop. Right. But, like that that finish, he was extraordinary. And then the Masters, like stuff he was doing at Augusta. I mean, it's a it's, it's a really crazy thing. I you you're right in, in terms of like sports. I don't know if we've ever seen anything like this, if it, especially if it continues, you know? Well, just, just losing it. I mean, just losing, losing kind of, you know, it's, it's you're losing your ability to truly compete because you can compete. You can finish T6. You can finish T3. You can get yourself in the conversation. You can play four solid rounds of golf. But I'm trying to think of the last time we truly saw him in a golf tournament on Sunday, you know, truly no, it hasn't a, a, been. an actual factor, you know, and, and, not, and, and it's, it's been a while. And, and, it, and, it, and you know what, the, the problem with that is the further you get from that, the more uncomfortable it's going to be the next time you do it. You know, I mean, he was so comfortable in those moments, you know, the next time he's going to be, you know, two shots clear after three rounds, it's going to feel like that was a long time ago, the last time you had to deal with those types of kind of inner demons. It's that scar tissue that happens. It's, it's like sometimes golf holes get harder the more you play them. Right. Because you're like, oh, I know where all – you just start to know where all the trouble is and you think about all the misses. And I, I think that was like a big thing with Tiger, you know, is that I think he, he was so dominant for so long that he didn't think he could lose. Right. And then wait, that, it's just that's it, the hard thing. He didn't that. lose. I mean, that, that that's 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 why like you can't really when you talk about like when you talk about the way golfers handle things, you have to almost throw Tiger out of the conversation. You know, it's like he's the outlier. Not you know, he's the guy that for whatever reason was wired to where he won any time he was there in those moments, and everybody else that we know in the history of golf did. So it's it's really Tiger and everybody else in that regard. You know, Spieth reminds me a little bit of uh, my plight with Derek Rose. Wow. Well, I mean, it's it's fair. I, all right, well, it's, it, like play, if it you, if play it to me. So I was a huge Bulls fan, season ticket holder for Derek Rose, and you get the the kid from Chicago. You draft him number one. He's the youngest MVP in, ever in the NBA. Great great player and and then he's just gone and speaks kind of this in, in rose's injuries you know he's having a great year this year and he's had a, but he i mean for five years he was just irrelevant right you know the injuries just killed him and like speaks not dealing with injuries but like it's a similar thing where it's just you know he everybody He's still a superstar because he's Jordan Spieth and that you're never going to take. And Derrick Rose is like Derrick Rose is still Derrick Rose. Like you say Derrick Rose to any NBA fan, they know who Derrick Rose is and, and they remember that version. But like Spieth's kind of in the same boat right now. And maybe he comes back and, and it's great. But like this, this three year lull that we're kind of two year now approaching three years is it's just a really strange thing. No matter what happened, he could have a great rest of his career, and you're still going to look back and be like, "What happened these three years?" Right. Yeah. His. I was talking about how he played on the weekend last year. He was ninth on the PGA Tour in round one scoring in 2019. 
He led the PGA Tour in second-round scoring last year for the entire season. He was 170th in third-round scoring and 187th in final-round scoring. So ninth and first. I mean, I would I would dare you to find another player that's in the top 10 in first and second-round scoring of anybody all season long last year. That's that's the scary thing about it because it, it's that to me points to to mental issues you know with the i don't know because he's getting it done two rounds of the day right i don't know let's talk about more positive things is kj okay. Choi gonna notch a top 20 this week he's t8th right now <laughs> I watched him for a couple holes today. How great is it to watch KJ Choi play golf? It was he's. I want to. I want to play golf like KJ plays. You know, he's I electrifying. He's electrifying. He is electrifying. When's his last top ten? I, it's got to be like Riviera twenty fifteen or something. I remember that tournament. Bogey free today, by the way, KJ Choi. No bogeys on the card. No flaws. I think he's got like a, 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 a he uses his career money exemption or something this year. He had a finished third at the the Hyundai Insurance KJ Choi Invitational on the Korean Tour. <laughs> 20, his own event. Twenty sixteen, he finished. Uh, Second at the Farmers Insurance. Which year was that? 2016. And he finished, finished fifth. Second. And he finished fifth at Riviera that year. That was the year he played great at Riv. He almost won that thing. He's, How many wins does KJ have? Do you know? Yeah, I got it right here. 16 worldwide. How many PGA? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, he's a great player. Eight PGA Tour wins. One on the Euro Tour, Japanese Nine, nine tour, PGA Tour wins. Nine PGA Tour wins. Okay. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Is he a Hall of Famer? He won the players. Nine PGA Tour wins. <laughs> see, see, you can't use the player. You can't, you can't use the players here and then bash the players other times now. You're trying to use According the to the World Golf Hall of Fame, he's a major champion. You can't have it both ways. You're using it for your benefit to try to get KJ in the Hall of Fame. What what's your take on Hall of Fame like with KJ had massive inner like influence in South Korea and you know he's I think directly responsible for the you know a lot of the young great South Korean players we have now. I, I agree with you on that. And I think that probably plays a little bit into it. And I mean, I hope he gets in. I hope everybody that deserves to be recognized gets in. I just, if you're a resume, if you're looking it off of a resume, then he probably doesn't get in. You know I mean? He had one of champions. He's got 16 worldwide wins. He finished third in the 04 masters when Phil won for the first time. And Ernie was right there. So KJ, I've watched KJ was in the hunt for a while. KJ's a great player. He's he's not a Hall of Famer, right? 
No way. Top eight, and th- top eight and three masters. I think we need to overhaul the Hall of Fame. I think it, it needs to be like 20 players. KJ's Whoa. out. 20 total? Yeah, like 25. Do you cap it? Because you, if you, you, do you have to kick somebody out if you include somebody? No, no. I think you just start at 25. And it, I think there's just too much riffraff in it. <laughs> okay. I understand that point, but I'm saying the number is 25. So what if you're at let's start? Right let's now? start with 25 and then we can add people. But that's what this system is. You add people. Well, I, what I'm saying is we got to start over and pick out 25. <laughs> so you want to do away with all the history all of, it, all of, of it. golf hall of fame? Yes. Anybody that had a voice that has since passed away, all of these people are gone. Just this current generation. No, 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 no. Beyond. They they can be in still, but we're just going to restart. No, but I'm saying you're picking who the Hall of Fame is. So yes. I'm just thinking maybe you you aren't the best. You might not be the best historian on. I, know, I said we. we I said we. Okay. Who would be your number one pick? Probably Jack. That's such a cop out answer. <laughs> Bobby Jones, maybe too. You know, Ben Hogan. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I mean, you're. Really digging deep. I'm just one. I just feel like Jack is the is the is the biggest cop out of the of well, possible. Well, your, your number one pick, Tiger. I mean, it's it's Tiger or Jack, right? <laughs> I mean, who's your number one pick? Pro- probably Byron Nelson. Wow, let's see, that's different. <laughs> I mean, or, or like Sayri Pak. Like she should be a top three pick. See, she changed the ent- entire landscape of golf. This is what I'm talking about. We need to we need to readjust, recalibrate, start over. So what if what if in theory, and I'm not I'm not I just want to make it clear I'm not backing your rehaul the golf hall of fame. That's right. I, I like here. that you're playing along with it though. Yeah, but I but I, I actually so what if you named certain categories of the Hall of Fame? See, I like that because there, golf is a very big sport. The it's the only sport in the world where more people play it than watch it. You right. Know? So you're so you've you've got you've got this you've got this this category of people that were great golfers that changed the landscape. Then you have guys that were just great golfers. You know, they won and women that won a whole bunch of tournaments. And then you could have, you know, like the goat category where it really is like just just playing credentials. There's five chairs, and to get a chair, you got to knock out somebody that was there before. That'd be sad. You, you, the day you revoke it, like, can you imagine a guy like that's still living? He's like 85, and he gets his he gets his Hall of Fame revoked. <laughs> it's all he has to live for. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta take that away from you. Phil, Phil, what another Masters? Sorry. See, I don't know if Phil be in my Hall of Fame. I mean, come on. This, this is this is this is creeping up there with your worst take. <laughs> no, I, he'd be in it, but it's uh. Let's move on. We we got okay. we got Saudi Arabia too. Hey, are you going back out to Phoenix the rest of the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be out there tomorrow. All week. 
Um, I'm not my, <laughs> I'm probably shouldn't admit this, but I'm TBD on going Saturday because I might play golf myself somewhere else. That's, that's fine. I'd be, yeah. you know, if I wasn't in Chicago, I'd be playing golf maybe. You know, that sounds like a pretty nice thing to do. Um, play? Well, I mean, I, yeah, it's here though, but I, you don't, I listen, I'm 36, dude. No matter if you're inside the ropes or outside the ropes or flying over the ropes, Saturday is a lot for me. You know, I, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot going on. Is it, to, to me, it seems like I'd rather be on 17 than 16. Well, 17's the new 16. Yeah, it seems like the place to be. The Bay Club is, was the first, I believe this is true. The Bay Club was the first building there on 17 when they decided to kind of overhaul what they were doing there on that hole. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, think Bay Club is the best spot at the Waste Management. I love, I love the view. I love, it's a, it's a little more chill. You know, you can see 18 tee shots. You can see the guys driving on 17, you know, and you're, you can just kind of sit there and let the breeze blow through, you know. That's a fun hole to watch. Well, you, you get to see everything. You know, you see tee shots in the water, and then you see guys drive it to 25 feet. Yeah. It's been a low-key kind of awesome tournament in terms of just, like, the finishes for the last it's, decade. It's an awesome tournament. I mean, there's no low-key about it. It's it's one of the best events on the PGA Tour, if not the best in terms of what it is. It's exactly what it is. It has a quadrillion people that come out. It has a great field. It produces good winners. It's, you know, what more could you want? Kepka, you know, listen, it knew about Kepka before a lot of people did. Yeah. First win. That was his first PGA Tour win. First win. He shoots 65-65 on the weekend. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played great that year. Um, You know who's leading in Saudi Arabia? This will be do not, tomorrow. I, I, do, I, I do not know. Graham McDowell and Gavin Green. Phil Phil's only two back. He shot sixty six. Stenson's one. This this is a good field. A lot of a lot of money paid for it, but DJ's DJ's three under. Eh, it'll all be different tomorrow. <laughs> I'm too. I always wondered was... why you guys. I've always I've always wondered why you guys do that. Well, give her a results rundown. Well, I understand the results rundown, but like when you do the Friday episode, you guys always have to have a disclaimer. Well, some people are going to be listening to it on Friday afternoon, some Friday morning. Some might actually get the results, you know, if they're like in the UK listening in the morning. This This is a global audience here. What's your demo? What's your percentage demo from America that listens to Shotgun Start? You're asking the wrong guy that question. <laughs> I think it's like 80%. Okay. See, so I am asking the right guy. I don't know. I, it's a blind guess. Um, When's the last round of golf you played? With you. That's it. Last time, Phoenix Country Club. Yeah. I don't work. I don't play golf anymore. How's the putting in the basement going though? I haven't. I, the clubs are still in the in the travel bag. Oh. It's been tough. Got it. 
I, I take them right out. I can't, I can't leave them in there. It drives me crazy. <laughs> They're in like the darkest room in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> They're so far from coming out. Well, I mean, you, you, you're, you say that and you're probably going to be somewhere next week playing golf. I'm, I'm going on another trip without my golf clubs. So. Oh, where are you, where are you headed? I, I go to L.A. What for? Wedding? No, no. Just a little, little business trip. I, I don't know why we're talking about this right now. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about my travel schedule. I wanted to hear about your upcoming travels. <laughs> All right, on the on the Corn Ferry tour. I've been better about not saying web tour. We got Taylor Pendrith, the Canadian, the big Canadian, leading seven under. Grayson Sig, six under. Grant Hirschman, Ryan Ruffles. Is it Ruffles or Ruffles? Ruffles. I think it's Ruffles. Well, it's Gabriella's brother. Oh, all right. Ruffles. Fine. Uh, Patrick Fishburne. The Wolfman. <laughs> all kinds of people on this. Steve Fountains is T21. You got any thoughts on this? <laughs> I'm just... So, I'm watching you smile your way through going through the names and your smile gets bigger when you do the nicknames it's it's so much fun to watch i was like entranced by this yeah you know i'm not i'm not a uh i'm not a host of this podcast brendan's the host <laughs> giving me a hard time no it's i i've been i've been enjoying it no i have i don't really have any thoughts on, on the corn victory event <laughs> i mean right. i it's I, early I, Anything could happen at this point. Well, well, also, the results <laughs> the results might have changed. <laughs> They're going to be fine tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Tell me, tell me about your new podcast. Um, it's just <laughs> you. It's a new podcast. You and I ramble about stuff for thirty minutes. Um. No, I have a new podcast coming out on Monday, February 3rd, depending on when you're listening to this. It's called uh, Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. I am part of that. I'm a half of it. It's a great name. Get a Um, Grip. Get a Grip. And uh, we're going to do it once a week after tournaments. It'll be out on Mondays. And uh, he's going to come over and watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. And then we're going to record the first episode. It'll be about... Weeks when he's playing, if not, you know, observing him and just kind of dive into, you know, his life on the tour. And I'm sure we'll have tangents similar to what you and I have had tonight. How did you uh, come up with the name? Well, we had a name we really liked. And I think we sat on our hands too long and it ended up getting snatched up on the Internet. And we were really bummed out about it. Was it the shotgun start? It's called the shotgun start. We had it for years. I had it. it was my dream when I was younger to have a, a shotgun start show. What was the name? What what got snatched up? Um, uh, strokes gained podcasting. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I know. It was Max. That was Homa. All Homa. And um, and we 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 did all this stuff for it. And then found out it was already a show called that. 
Uh, so, so anybody out there listening that wants to do anything ever, uh, make sure you check that there's the availability of it first before you, uh, you know, start like mocking up potential logos and stuff. Yeah, I would recommend not naming it after a common food too. That's a small piece of advice I have. Um, what it, What's your number one piece of advice you give people that ask you for advice? Uh, I think my the best advice I have is to just be yourself and be authentic. Don't try and be somebody like else. That. You know, because if you try and be somebody else, you're not going to be as good as the other person is at being themselves. You know, I like that. Yeah. What's I mean, your What's your best piece of advice? I always tell people to trying to do what we're doing, like in whatever form we're doing it in right now, we're podcasting, but you know, I always say, you know, try to take any job within your job that you feel the most uncomfortable. So if you have no idea about doing how to do tape and you're supposed to be editing, you're not supposed to be editing tape, but it's an, it's an option you could take, do it. You know, if you're not a writer at all and there's an option you could write and do some writing, try it out because I mean, the more of those random skills you can pick up, especially in this world, like the TV editing world. I mean, you're a good example of this. You're a guy that had absolutely no idea how to do a lot of this stuff and just kind of threw himself in it and look at you. You're a, you're a star. Then that's that you shouldn't use that term around me. Um, star. Yes. Why is that? Just, I'm a, I'm a schmuck. Um, but, uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's the thing. If you you gotta you gotta learn how to do everything, I mean, I if you go listen to the early Friday audio, it's it's brutal. What were you recording on? I was I was playing it through my computer, the speakers on my laptop, and recording it okay. on my phone. I gotta go back and listen to some of. That's <laughs> so bad. And I, I didn't know how to ask a question either. That was the other thing. Hey, have you ever been to the waste management before? No, no, no. I gotta would go. you, you would you want to come? Maybe. Yeah, I could come. I would come. It's 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 a great event to come see. See, the thing is, like, I don't want to go as a press man. Don't go as a press man then. Yeah, like I want to go be a fan. Sit in the stands, get worse for the wear. Maybe I might, I might drink my athletic. What? Um, if you came now as yourself, but you wanted to be a fan, would you would you get a little crooked and accept the the nice passes you're going to get offered for the for like the box seats? Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, perfect. I was just making—I was gonna actually make fun of you if you said no. I'm all in on big hospitality. <laughs> you gotta come next year. Do you want to come next year? Yeah, I'll come next year. How many tournaments do you think you guys have actually gone to together? When you said you're gonna go, we, yeah, we we went to uh, the Masters, the U.S. Open. And we were at the PGA together last year. And how many of y'all said you're going to go to? 
Well, we talked about going to like five last year, five off the beaten path ones. And we went to none of those. <laughs> I went to the BMW last year too. Um, this year I'm going to go to some more, maybe. Yeah. Got to come to the amateur. You got to come to Bandon, cover the am. That's, that's not going to happen. It's a bad time of year for me. So. There you go. Um, all right. What you got any parting thoughts? You, I, we could do news. I, if anybody's listening to now, God save your soul. Did I lose you? I, you did lose me. I got a spotty, spotty connection here. What happened there? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on uh, Wi-Fi, a hotel Wi-Fi. You got any th- other thoughts? Oh, you're. You're in Orlando? Yes. I've been, I've been in Orlando this whole time. I got like a 7 a.m. flight tomorrow. I thought you were already home. Already. No. no. This is way more amazing. I'm in Orlando. I'm leaving early tomorrow. All right. You going to you gonna go to Rocco's Tacos? No, I'm, I'm leaving. All right. You got any parting thoughts, Shane? Uh, parting thoughts. I'm excited for the weekend. I, I'm, you know what? I'll tell you this. I, here's my parting thought. I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. As much as excited as I've been in a long time for Super Bowl. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I feel like I've just, everything's been dampened by Kobe. I agree. It's It's been a weird week because of the Kobe thing. And it's been somber and it's just been a bummer and you just feel for everybody involved in it. And, but I, I feel like, you know, you, there, there's like that transition of you're kind of watching something. I just feel like people are going to get together for Super Bowl parties and be able to kind of like hang out with people they like and watch a game. And I'm just excited that it, it's again, like these are probably the two best teams in the NFL. And I feel like that, isn't always what happens in Super Bowls, you know? Hey, do you want to make a bet? Sure. What's the line? One and a half. Who do you want? Oh, I mean, I I, th- I think San Francisco is going to win. All right, I'll take the Chiefs. That's fine. I'm fine taking the Chiefs. I'll ride so what's the bet? What, you, you texted me about some bet the other day. You wanted to make a bet. So that's what it is? I mean, that's not very much fun. We don't even know what it is. Didn't you text me about a bet? I don't know. If, some, if somebody's going to come up with a good bet. Okay. I'm, I'm down to do something. What, you, you people listening, <laughs> you made it this far. God love you. <laughs> um, think of something and we'll, we'll, we'll try to pull it off. Oh yeah, you. This is what you texted me. I found it. You you visited. Uh, you you visited the uh, the troops. Oh, yeah. center. The uh, the station. The ball mark. I got okay. You got to use this ball mark for. Shane, there's a, there's Shane, texted, Shane texted me a picture of ball marks that are bombs that say "Kaboom, baby." So I'll you, you you use that for your ball marker for the next ten rounds. Ten rounds, that's it. All right, a hundred rounds. 
I'll, I'll probably lose it before then. That's I was. That's literally what I was just about to say. Was there's no chance you'll be able to keep it for hundred rounds. Yeah. Um. All right. And then uh, I'll come up with something for you. I got. I gotta think of something for you. That's fair. I'll come up with something. But yeah, that's a good bet. I'll use that kaboom baby. I gotta buy it too, right? Uh, you know what? You know what? I'll I'll buy it. You use it. I can buy Deal. it. That'd be a bit extra pain and suffering. <laughs> like having to, it probably costs like hundred and fifty dollars. I'm so excited. I'm really, I'm really excited. I, I maybe you have to use it for a year. I'll I'll use it until I lose it. How about that? <laughs> I, I'm. I'm in. Try to think of something for me. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to come up with something. I, I'm tired. I got to go to sleep. I've had a long day. Thanks for coming on. Everybody, check out uh, Get a Get a Grip podcast. Nice. Subscribe yeah. to it Monday. Big Monday drop. Big I'll, Monday I'm going to tune in. I appreciate it. Thanks to all the shotgunners. I love you guys. It's uh, and this again is one of my favorite, if not my favorite podcast in the world. So thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming to the rescue for BP. We're going to cancel Man. tonight. Hey, and thoughts to BP. I hope he feels better. Yeah. Big, big guy. Feel better. He's laid out. Just gone. I know. I'm thinking about him, man. I think I got to, I got to send him a text. I got to yeah. send him a note and say, we're, we're all, <laughs> I hope he feels better. We got to get him back for Monday. I, I need him Monday. Keep the train on the tracks. All right, all right. Thanks, Shane. We're we're cutting this. We don't we don't want any more any more any more off the rails commentary. <laughs>